Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. And welcome back to another episode of Undying Light. Alex, and unfortunately, Paul is out sick this week. He won't be able to do his recording on the hermeneutics episode that he had planned to, but don't worry, he will be back next week. So I am going to fill in and uh, basically trade places. I'm going to do my episode this week on the book Jesus Calling, and uh, he will pick up next week with his hermeneutics. I believe he's on part four. So, a quick recap, guys. We just finished the um, Irresistible Grace podcast that dropped uh, earlier this week on Tuesday. Um, So, we hope you all enjoyed that. We are going to be um, getting in the perseverance of the saints this weekend. As long as he's feeling good, we really want to hope and pray that uh, he gets over this and that we can uh, get this last one in the Tulip series recorded so we can move on to some other stuff. we got some really cool content planned out for you guys that we really want to make sure that we um, spend the time and uh, get you guys this content. So, you're stuck with me this week, unfortunately. But uh, we're going to go through the continued series that I'm doing on the Wake Up Church series. We're going to um, continue a couple more uh, episodes in the on the bookstore. And then we are going to move into other... Um, areas i think we'll probably take a kind of a broad look at music i don't know if i'm going to tackle songs directly but just kind of give a high level view of music then we're going to look at uh, maybe some um, devotionals i know that the one i'm going to do today is technically a devotional but uh you know i want to kind of maybe look at stuff that's inside the family home that people use uh, and then we'll go into the church aspect and uh, so we're kind of taking a life maybe through the eyes of a standard american christian and the things that they encounter, and um, how how can we overcount overcounter that as uh, as we progress into um, the Sunday morning services? So, without further ado, guys, thank you for coming and listening to another episode. We, Paul and I, are deeply indebted and so much appreciated for all of the support that you guys have shown us as we've launched this podcast. Um, you guys have been fantastic. All of the fans, we love you so much. And, um, so what we want to do is continue to produce this content, 
Um, so please go out to whatever platform you are on, subscribe to the podcast, and leave a comment and rate us so that way we can gauge um, the listener base that we have. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at, at undying.light. I'm at uh, reform underscore lifestyle, and Paul is reform.wretch. So you can follow the three of us, well, the two of us, and then our podcast Instagram page. <clears throat> and we are constantly pushing out content. I'm usually on quite a bit pushing out content and uh, just trying to share, you know, uh, uh, the gospel from a reformed faith and uh, obviously through this podcast as well. So, so as we continue our look around the bookstore, we notice various books that are just obviously man-centered um, they are just written and driven to exalt you uh, we stumble upon this little section sometimes it's usually in the middle in cap where they've got some daily devotionals and one that seems to be standing out that looks a little bit promising it's called jesus calling and this book is written by a lady named sarah young the unfortunate side is, is once we open this book, we realize how disappointing it really is. And instead of the book rooted in scripture like we would hope, it's a book full of heretical statements that just, again, are exalting you as the reader, making you feel good, making you the captain of your life. The unfortunate thing is, is how far Daily devotionals have removed from the origins of Scripture. They were originally created to allow a person to find just to spend a few moments a day reading Scripture um, and, and meditating on that with some commentary and just to be with God. They were help. They were a supplement to reading your Bible. The unfortunate side is that many devotionals today are taking their dependency off of the scripture and God and turning it towards ourselves, making you the one that is the one that's to, to achieve greatness, that you can overcome all of these boundaries and that you are the captain of your own life. We are, we take the, the position in the Bible stories that we are David conquering Goliath or we are Daniel mastering the lions. And we have all this power all of a sudden because these devotionals, tell us that we have this power and really they just become big motivational boasts rather than, and, and they bring out our pride and our arrogance rather than humbling us and showing us that we are in fact wretched sinners in need of a savior <clears throat> and jesus calling fits so perfectly though in today's culture where it's aimed um, to motivate the reader and is primarily targeted towards women but please hear me out here motivation isn't bad we all need it i need it we all need to know that we can get through the day we can get through the week but when you take scripture to twist it and make it solely relying on yourself to do that that's when this becomes bad our motivation needs to lie in scripture but it needs to allow us to take our stress and our anxiety and our um anguish and put that on to god and pray that god will guide us through these moments that is the difference here and while we all need something to drive us through the days and the weeks and the months and the years this book plays more on a system that is from the occult than it does christianity 
So we're going to take a look <clears throat> at a couple examples um, that I pulled out of this book. Now there's um, there's many, 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 many examples that I could have used, uh, but I only focused uh, on uh, four topics for this particular podcast because uh, I don't want to keep you guys here all night. I know you guys love listening to us, and you guys have told us that uh, the 45-minute, hour-long episodes are fantastic. I just don't have the time tonight for that, unfortunately. So topic number one, or the first problem that we encounter, uh, is she claims that she gets these works directly from God. These are a revelation to God to her directly. I mean, this claim alone should just warn Christians not to even pick up this book. They should never even read it. And yet they still flock to her. She uses this method to convey her conversations, quote unquote, with God. And what she says is that she just needed to sit down one day and, quote unquote, listen to God. So she puts a pen in her hand and she just writes down whatever comes to her mind. This is actually quite similar to a occult practice called automatic writing, where people would, in theory, empty themselves of thought and try to come in contact with the spirit and write down what they are told. So positioning herself around this concept, she claims that she can hear Jesus speak to her, which is actually a pretty bold and arrogant claim, and just really removes the authority of the Bible altogether. Making such a claim shows that Sarah, to Sarah and to us, that the words spoken by Christ in the New Testament just are not enough for us and for her audience. So she must get a new revelation so that she can write this down and give it to her audience and to her readers. So let's take a line from her book. But I yearned for more. Increasingly, I wanted to hear what God had to say to me personally on any given day. Now, this quote shows how far removed from the Bible she truly is. A verse I haven't relied on in my last podcast, uh, and it's probably going to be one of the themed verses, sets of verses that I use as we go through this whole process fits perfectly in this situation. Second Timothy three sixteen through seventeen it says all scripture is breathed out by God and is profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete and equipped for every good work. That says that all scripture is breathed out by God and it is profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. Sarah is telling us that the gospel isn't enough for her. Paul tells us that all scripture is is essentially perfect in these few verses that it that it fulfills all these needs for the for the average Christian. Sarah is going beyond what the Bible is telling us and writing some very heretical writings in her book. Problem two is that her sources of inspiration obviously are not derived from the Bible, and instead they come from other sources. Her primary sourced book uh, it, for inspiration comes from similar, similarly called God Calling, which uses the above method of automatic writing to pin their words. So while Sarah doesn't just come out and say that her writings are of this fashion, the evidence doesn't lie. The method for writing is not ever endorsed by God when it comes to delivering his holy, perfect message. 
anytime that God is endorsing a message, he makes his presence known and he gives him explicit instructions on what to write down. We do not see anywhere in scripture where he says to listen and to write what you think I am trying to tell you. And this leads to a huge problem. Is Sarah Young's writings inspired by Christ or are they just nonsense that she's pinned on paper? She comes out of the beginning of the book and states, I know my writings were not inspired, as only scripture is, but they were helping me grow closer to God. The Bible is the only infallible and errant word of God. So if her writings are not inspired, then how could she be quoting Jesus? When comparing her writings to Jesus, they are always a lesser revelation and they just lack biblical support. Her devotional never speaks of sin. It never speaks of repentance. It never speaks of self-denial. And is really just kind of the theme of popular evangelical books. It just fits this bill. It's it's an uplifting, feel-good book. And the unfortunate thing is, as I see a lot of people on Facebook posting, you know, pages of, of the of her book, and I read the the captions, and I just shake my head because I just see how far removed from the biblical truth that this is, and people are being deceived by this. I, it really, it, honestly, it frustrates me. Because I have good Christian friends that have fallen into the trap of this book. And um, I know it can make you feel better about yourself, but it doesn't lead you to a closer relationship with Christ. Only reading the Bible is going to do that. Pick up a good devotional. Grab uh, Morning and Evening by Charles Spurgeon. That devotional will be an amazing tool for you. One that I'm actually currently using is that. And I also use reading the Psalms with Luther. And it, it's a, I just go through each Psalm every day and he's got kind of an introduction to the the Psalm. This is what this is about. This is the commandment that it fits. And this is actually um, what lines out of the Lord's prayer that the Psalm is calling towards. And then he gives you the Psalm and then he gives you a prayer afterwards. And it's a fantastic evening devotional. It takes you just a few minutes to go through it. And it gives you scripture and it gives you great commentary on that piece of scripture. And it gives you a good prayer to finish the evening. This stuff is not going to ever do that. This is her writings that she is claiming are coming from Christ. So problem number three that we encounter in her book, and this one really kind of um, rubs me the wrong way, is that she feminizes Jesus. I'm going to give you a quote. I want you to brace yourself. So please, if you're standing, sit down and grab a hold of something. This is a quote from her book. It says, I am all around you, hovering over you, even as you seek my face. I am nearer than you dare believe, closer than the air you breathe. If my children could only recognize my presence, they would never feel lonely again. And while this has some notion towards the omnipresence of God. This, among other quotes in this book, makes it appear that Jesus just wants to cuddle under a fire and drink a hot cup of cocoa with you. They're just generic statements riddled with New Age philosophy as the movement is designed to be welcoming and all-inclusive and to be feel-good and fluffy. Everybody gets a trophy. This book does not dictate the biblical Christ, whose truth is a double-edged sword. 
Following Jesus means you will be hated by the world. You will lose family members. You will lose friends. You will be persecuted and probably suffer along the way as well. Jesus calling indicates none of that. Instead, it delivers exactly what readers want. A fluffy, hippie, feel-good Jesus. Now, I could sit and go through, like I said earlier, go through tons and tons of quotes. And uh, I got... It just blows my mind, some of the stuff that you can pull up on the internet from these books. She really makes Jesus to be out this like middle-aged woman who's just uh, high on life and willing to make you high on life as well. And we see that from a lot of these quotes. I mean, we can study the omnipresence of God and understand that no matter where we are, Christ is present. and that we feel him through the Holy Spirit. But that doesn't mean he's hovering over me. He you know, or he's not, you know, he's it's just this quote to me just feels like it's just way too much like, you know, the like I said, the the wants to get under a blanket and drink a hot cup of cocoa with you. I mean, this isn't the Christ that we see in the Bible. This is just a very feminized version of jesus so the problem number four i think you guys have can nail this one um is that she just strays far from the bible i mean we we see that as i've covered some of these previous few problem areas uh traditional theological books and devotions uh heavily rely on the word of god as their guidance that they that is where they go to that's their source of inspiration um this book just doesn't have it uh this book doesn't speak on sin, if ever. Uh, it doesn't talk about how we should overcome it or kill it in our lives. It doesn't talk about repentance. Uh, it doesn't talk about denying ourselves. In fact, it talks us to boast in ourselves and to rely on ourselves, to elevate ourselves. Uh, Michael Horton has a great quote on this. He says, in terms of content, the message is reductible to one point. Trust me more in your daily dependence and you'll enjoy my presence. Her creation of this new image of Christ shows how far that she has walked away from the biblical Jesus. Uh, and I've got one more quote here as uh, we get ready to wrap up. This is a pretty short podcast tonight, so um, but enjoy this one. This is this is really the feminized Jesus version uh, that she really caters on here. It says, "When your joy in me meets my joy in you," this is Jesus talking here. There are fireworks of heavenly ecstasy. I let that silence there for a minute. When your joy in me meets my joy in you, there are fireworks of heavenly ecstasy. Now, I don't know what she's thinking about when they're sitting near that fire drinking a hot cup of cocoa, but this is not Christ. This is not what we get from the Bible in what no shape whatsoever. This is a sappy, feminized Jesus. This is like a middle-aged crisis Jesus here. This is It's a joke. It's heretical. I mean, these books need to be burned, honestly. I would love to watch people on Instagram just throw, if they have them, throw them in the fire. Burn these things. These are just terrible books. I do not recommend this whatsoever. And it's unfortunate that these are a hot selling item 
And like I said, I feel it's, it, it troubles me when I see people posting um, on their social media pages, you know, their daily quote from this book and how it uplifted them. Well, I would recommend studying more of scripture than reading this book because you're going to learn about more about Christ by reading the gospels, read the gospel of John, read the gospel of Luke, read Romans and then Acts and then Galatians and Colossians and just spend time reading your Bible. That is the one thing we stress on this podcast is to get to know the Lord, spend time in prayer. Don't cave to the modern evangelical garbage that's being produced. I mean, this is, this is exactly what it is. It's catering to an audience. And what's once their ears tickled, <clears throat> they want to leave feeling better about their day and their situation because they know that there's not, they're not going to get it from, you know, secular means. And really this is a, about as borderline secular as you can get, because it's just taking a, the concept of Christ and then making it into a motivational book. And it's it's an it's, it's insultive if you ask me. I feel like uh, you know when I wrote this, um, it, it it just angered me so much, and it I felt like I as a Christian, it insults me at at, at what I believe. It insults me um, in the doctrine that I stand for, and honestly, if I feel like it insults the people that I know who enjoy reading this, because they are not growing closer to the biblical Christ. They're growing closer to themselves and they're creating an idol of themselves in this. Now, I'm not the only one that's ever spoken against this book. There are many, many people, podcasts um, and blogs and news articles and all sorts of different people have taken on this book. Uh, but she continues to produce content. She's got children's books and all sorts of uh, different things out there now. Uh, and it's just, it's, it's honestly, it's terrible. And, uh, like I said, I've only touched on just four very kind of high level topics. Um, giving you some quotes from the book that you can just kind of, uh, chew on if you dare. Um, but she does not come anywhere near the biblical Christ. You know, Jesus tells us to deny ourselves, pick up our cross and follow him daily. We are to die to ourselves daily not to motivate and create an idol of ourselves the problem is is all these books are filling in the bookstores and people just walk in and they think that this is what christianity is you know they might um, have heard the gospel preached and now they've got the holy spirit stern in them and so they want to go deeper they go into a barnes and noble and this is what they get and it's terrible until somebody can come along and actually preach to them the right gospel um i just strongly wish we could counter or take on this industry and this is what we're trying to do through these podcasts and through the posts and the people that i i um am close with on instagram we make the engagements towards um engaging these uh heretical uh content that's being produced and it's not just this book it's there's so many other platforms that are out there and when you go in and you see these books and you see the people buying them it really does make you understand what is the condition inside of the american church right now what are people thinking what do they believe 
uh, Legionnaire every two years does a um, do a survey every two years, state of theology. And what they do is they just go around and ask people some basic questions about Christianity. And it, looking at this report, when it comes out, it really shows me, um, sadly, what people believe. And we have such a gap in biblical understanding, biblical doctrine. And one of the urgencies that has been lit under me this year is to try and produce content and get it out to people um, to help educate them and to show them that what they are getting more than likely from their churches is lackluster at best. And we have to take it upon ourselves to um, go out and, and, and meet the masses and, and tackle this false teachings. And we have to educate you know, God's church and the sheep in true biblical doctrine. And so, you know, we're partnering with quite a few people to try to do different things to help push that forward. So that's been the biggest drive is to just educate, you know, the masses. And, um, I've had the blessing this year to go down and, and, uh, um, be in a couple of small churches and preach, um, for the last six months. And it's been an honor to write sermons and I make sure I stay, you know, strictly to what the Bible is teaching from a historical and a, um, biblical theology standpoint. I don't add anything fluffy and, uh, cause that's the goal of what a pastor should be doing is preaching from a biblical standpoint. And these books are just not doing that. You know, these books are really crippling the average Christian because they're not getting the sound doctrine that they need to get. And so while I didn't spend a lot of time going through the real in-depth um, pieces, I mean, like I said, I could have, we could have sit and pulled out a hundred quotes from her book and just had a heyday with that. Um, I wanted to keep this one pretty short and sweet and I, I really am going to put some. I got some uh, uh, another podcast I'll be producing probably in two weeks because we're going to give Paul his episode next week, um, and we're going to tackle the shack in that one. So that one's going to be fun. So I really appreciate you guys listening. Um, please leave some feedback. Uh, by all means, let me know if you enjoy this series. DM me. Ask me questions. Give me some criticism if you have to. Uh, I, I'm, I'm open to all of it. I, I want to know how I can improve and how me and Paul can improve if you feel that we need to. Um, I'm not going to you know, say that we're anywhere near perfect because we've only really just begun this. And while we've had this for a handful of months, Paul and I have a lot of um, ideas and concepts and, and topics and things that we want to do within the next, just the next couple of series even. And so it really opens the, the doors wide open. The floodgates are wide open right now in terms of producing content for you guys who are spending the time to listen. And we appreciate all of you guys. And we've got some, some great people that uh, have been really supportive along the way. Um, we really want to take a special shout out to all of our Patreon uh, donors. Those guys have been fantastic to help fuel um this podcast and help get us to where we can be producing two episodes a week. Um, normally they would drop Tuesday and Friday, 
Hall was sick, so we're going to hopefully get this guy loaded on Saturday. Um, worst case, Saturday afternoon. We'll see how this rolls. But uh, um, you guys have been uh, awesome. The the first five that have joined, we're going to get uh, – I think we're going to try to get you know either um, an Instagram Live with you guys uh, or we're going to try to get you on you know a, a separate podcast episode um, and just kind of do a Q&A and let you kind of pick our brains for a little bit. So we huge thank you to all of you. You guys have been a tremendous blessing to us. Um, so if you want to know how you can help support this ministry, um, the link is in Paul's, mine, and the Undying Lights uh, Instagram. And uh, you can go in and do a monthly donation to help fuel this ministry forward. Um, I'm not going to, and I'm not asking you to do it. If you feel that you're being led to, please. Beyond that, uh, that's that's between you and God. Second, we want to thank all of you who listen, give us reviews, and and subscribe to our podcast, and follow us. Um, we love the shout outs that you guys do and the stories. It's tremendous. We love seeing you guys enjoy this content and share this content um, because honestly, this isn't about Paul and I. We could care less about the fame. Honest to God, we could care less about the fame. What we want is to get God's perfect and glorious word out to the masses and preached in the proper biblical manner. And so we really thank you guys that are doing all the shout outs to get the word out. Um, we really hope that we see a lot of that continue on as this podcast and this platform grows. And then we got some other cool ideas that were coming down the way, by the way. But uh, so big thank you to all of you guys that do that. And just, you know, those who have just listened and, you know, not chimed in. Thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, we would highly encourage um, to subscribe on either Spotify or iTunes and leave us a, a review. Um, that is uh, where we're at right now, guys. Um, Paul and I should be back on Tuesday uh, with uh, wrapping up with the perseverance of the saints. And we should be uh, dropping that pretty quick. Uh, so yeah, cause it's Friday night as I'm recording this. So that'll hopefully be out Tuesday. As long as he's feeling better this weekend when we actually record. So we'll play that by ear, guys. It might be a little bit later in the week, so bear with me. Bear with us. We'll keep you posted. But uh, So I'm just rambling now, eating up your time. I'm going to let you all go, and uh, we will touch base together, Paul and I, and uh, then Paul will do a solo series. So we thank you all for listening again from the bottom of our hearts to everybody who has helped contribute to this ministry. Thank you. Truly appreciate it. And our prayers and our love go out to all of you guys. So, um, you know where to follow us. You guys have a blessed weekend and we will see you all later.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 